Welcome. <clears throat> oh wow, that was a very that was a very calm opening, wasn't it? Did you feel calm? I felt calm. Silence. Silence is something that's not often explored on audio experiences such as this audio experience, which is called Mindful Moments of Mars, which uses the writings of Edgar Rice Burroughs to explore mindfulness. But silence is something I'm going to incorporate into this episode. I'm doing a, I'm doing a little motion with my shoulders. It seems like a silent motion. It's not silent. If you had very acute hearing, you could probably hear my muscles um, contracting and, and extending. I learned about spiders recently because uh, I live I live in a I live surrounded by spiders. <laughs> There's a lot of spiders in my home. Um, um, yeah, there's a lot of spiders. I don't know. I don't know how much detail to go into on that, but there's it, uh, more spiders than one might accept, expect on average, or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe you live. Maybe there are more spiders in your surroundings. And uh, one of my um, household um, duties um, is to remove spiders. Um, which I do in a humane way, which is to say <laughs> I uh, um, control the environment entirely, destroy all the things that other creatures need, and move them around as I please, and uh, don't worry if they go extinct. That's that's the human, the humane approach to dealing with other animals. And um, no, it means that I put them in a glass um, and then very carefully slide a piece of card under the glass, trying not to trap their legs, which I thought previously was important. I've now learned it's more important than I thought it was. I'll go into more, I'll go into detail on in a moment. Try and slide the thing, try and get them to stand up onto the card and then move it so that they don't, so that they don't get pinned between the glass and the card. It, it, sometimes it takes a while. But here, here, here's why that's important. I just thought, you know, they've got little brittle legs. Um, and, Oh, I don't know whether to confess this, but I have I have this memory. I don't know if whether it's true or not, whether it's an invented memory, but I, I have a memory of being a small child and and um doing something horrible to a spider. I'm not gonna go into details. I don't know, it doesn't seem like the sort of thing I would do, but maybe I did. Um and now as an adult, I don't want to um do anything bad to a spider, except destroy their habitat frequently, which I do. Because, I mean, they live in webs and stuff, and I can't be having webs everywhere. Why is it bad to injure the legs or any part of the body of a spider? Because a spider is a, a, delicate, a delicate balance of pressure. If you were to puncture a spider's body, if you prick a spider, does it not bleed? I don't think technically, well, maybe it does. It's not actually blood. It's got something else inside it. It's blood-like, according to this website I was reading. But if the pressure is disturbed, if it can't maintain the pressure it needs um, in order to pneumatically extend its legs, because it doesn't have muscles to extend its legs. It's only got muscles to contract its legs. Um, it's a design thing. It's like it's like an apple. You know, it's like 
an Apple Mac. You know, we don't want to put in a USB port. It make it make everything too big. Just similarly with the spider, we want to have leg extender muscles. It make the legs too big. Um, designed in Cupertino, California. That's where all the spiders come from. Um, yeah. So it it uses the pressure of this fluid in its in its body to extend its legs, but then it can contract them with the smaller contractor muscles. I don't have the terminology for any of this. Um. Yeah, so if if a if a spider's exoskeleton uh, is punctured, and and it loses pressure, much 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 like Shinji Ikari inside Evangelion Unit One, you know, if you if you if you mess with the the exoskeleton and the pressure of the weird liquid he's in gets disturbed, then he starts screaming and and saying, "Father, why did you do this to me?" That kind of thing. That's an Evangelion um, side note. I don't know why I said that. That's not important. The important thing is if you puncture a spider, if you damage its exoskeleton and it, it leaks any of its fluid, it may lose the ability to control its limbs. And it's also why when you often see a dead spider who has kind of dried up, its legs will kind of curl in because they the, the, the pressure is what causes them to not curl in. Um... Why was I talking about this? How did I get onto spiders? I don't even remember. Well, we read a little bit, not much, just a little bit of um, the old book, the old book, Chess Men on Mars by Edgar Rice Burroughs. Let's dip in. I read two sentences yesterday and, and stumbled through them. So let's, let's try and read those again. To the red man, food and water, even in the citadel of an enemy, meant food and drink for Tara of Helium. He would accept it from friends or he would take it from enemies. Just so long as it was there, he would have it. And there, there was shown the egotism of the fighting man. Though Turan did not see it, nor Tara, who came from a long line of fighting men. But Gek might have smiled had he known how. Okay, I found that a difficult paragraph to parse. Turan, aka Gahan, is go- they're, they're arriving in a, an unfamiliar city and he has just decided he's going to get water. He'll take it if he has to. He He's ready for a fight because he's a fighting man. Tara also uh, descended from fighting men and fighting women because I'm pretty sure Dejah Thoris has seen a scrape or two. Um, they don't think that this is kind of cocky, but Gek would have smiled had he known how. Th- very little progress through the book in the past two days, but that's okay. What have we learned? Um, today we've been learning about spiders and the letter M. I haven't got to the letter M part yet, so now let's do some stuff about the letter M. M is an important letter because it's the beginning of the quick part of the alphabet. Up until then, you're kind of picking your way through, and then you go M and M and P. Um, it is it is the letter that accelerates us through the alphabet. The alphabet is... The, alph- the alphabet, when you think about it, if you really think about the alphabet, because the song is Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, right? Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P. Oh, maybe L is where you start to accelerate. Um, but we can think of the... We can think of... 
the alphabet as being like a black hole. It's it's a, it's a massive star that has kind of it's not a little well it is a little star but a very massive star and it has collapsed in on itself and we we approach the event horizon of the alphabet we say a b i think you can manage abc you can say abc as much as you like that's that's when you're a good distance away from the black hole and you're traveling at good speed but once you say a b c d e f g you're kind of going to finish it you know you can't really escape at that point. H I J K L M N O P. You know, you're you're getting closer and closer to the event horizon. Q or S. And your body's undergoing spaghettification. T U V. And time is is dilating extremely. So everything you knew from the world before you approached the alphabet is turning to dust. W, X, Y, and, and then you've got one last letter and you just say it forever. You just go, Zzzz. 